Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, April 10th. Uh, we are back again talking about Moon Knight, episode two. Quick synopsis real quick. We met Mark's wife, and Stephen got drug into the hero compound and got chased by a jackal. We met our first, or we got our first time at seeing Mr. Knight and a Invisible Man fight scene. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will Meters, how willing were y'all with this episode? Uh, I'll go with mine and uh, say that I was pleasantly whelmed with this one, actually. Of course you were. Yep. <laughs> I, I felt like it was a little little better. Still, I, like, I, it's just like a tick over to pleasantly whelmed. I'm not like, there's still a lot of that, that wet pleasantly whelmed gauge left to make up there. But, uh, yeah. I thought you said wet pleasantly whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, uh, yeah. <laughs> a different kind of evening. Hey, it happens to the best of us, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm getting old, so, you know. <laughs> oh, God, uh, Chris. I think I'm the oldest one here, so I don't even want to hear that. Oh, <laughs> uh, All right, so pleasantly whelmed, right? A yep. tick over. A tick over pleasantly whelmed. Yeah. Nice. Richard, what are you, what are you, what are your, what is your whelm? I'm whelmed on this episode as well. Like, I didn't. I didn't like it all that much. I didn't hate it. There is a lot that gets kind of explained, but then just leads to more questions that I'm so confused. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm whelmed. This this episode whelmed me. All right then, I was whelmed up until the point that Mister Knight appeared, and then I became underly whelmed, just completely underly dissatisfied. Fuck this. Yeah. Don't like it. Whelmed. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm curious to know what big Moon Knight fans think of this series because they are changing a lot of stuff with the mythos of like Moon Knight. I like I really want to know. I need to go on like Reddit yeah. and just read what people are saying. Well, my like my biggest beef is I'm just I, I hate how much they changed Steven. Yeah. And I hate how much they've made him just a complete dunce and doesn't know what the heck he's doing and even like whenever michael was saying like whenever he changed into his suit like he still didn't know what the heck he was doing and i, I don't know it just that that part of it i'm like all right i'm just ready to move on from steven i'm tired of steven this it's nothing like the comic <laughs> nothing there's no redeeming factor for him really and so i'm just like let's move on to the next year yeah i would like to know like what you mean as far as like you're wondering, you know, the fans and stuff like that and, and so much that they've changed. What uh what are you what are you talking about? Well, like elaborate, please. Yeah, definitely. Um one, it seems like Layla is just a reinterpretation of Marlene. And okay. it also seems like they're going like this is a question I was gonna ask y'all later on, but Conchu's threatening to make Layla the next avatar for him. So, and I didn't know this, but Oscar Isaac signed a contract that basically says, I don't have to do anything else other than this Moon Knight uh, series. Like, I don't have to show up in the movies. I don't have to be in the sequel if I don't want to. Really? Yeah. So this may be a one and done thing for Mark Spector. So I'm wondering, did they add this like, Layla being the possible future avatar for Conchu to be like, hey, we can still have a Moon Knight later on in in like a movie or something, like if they do Midnight Suns or anything like that. Also adding Arthur Harrow, the reveal that he was a previous avatar for Conchu, that's a huge change to Moon Knight's mythos and everything. Also the like Mr. Knight personality I believe, now I'm not a big Moon Knight fan, so anybody listening to this, like, please don't, like, throw a lot of hate at me, but 
I'm pretty sure <laughs> Mr. Knight is a like completely different personality. Like it's a like fourth personality that Mark invented during a run where like, I don't know, he was supposed to not like the, there was some, I don't know, it was somebody explained it to me, but it was like they weren't like they were against superheroes being in a certain area of the city and so he made a new persona called Mr. Knight where he just wears a suit and a mask and is like, oh, I'm just a, you know, a, a concerned citizen, you know, dealing with the stuff in this part of the city. The um, Yeah, I actually read that volume where he mm-hmm. comes in. I don't mean to take over. I'm just I've actually read it. Yeah. And like he he does seem completely like his his mannerisms, the way he talks, all that jazz is a whole nother personality. He's very suave. Yeah. But like sarcastic all at the same time. He like somewhat works with the police as well. Mm. So like the police even know of him and like he's the the story that I was reading, like it allowed they allowed him to go on scene and check things out. It was it was very much more of a, a Batman type feeling almost. Right. So yeah, it, it does seem like it's very much a different personality. So Yeah, so that was a lot of the 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 biggest. Oh, uh, this is the, uh, a question I was going to ask to y'all: Is how do you feel? Because mostly Moon Knight, like I know his origins take place in Egypt, but mostly in the comics, Moon Knight takes place in New York, and he's in the city. And instead, we're in London, and now we're going to Egypt, which I'm cool with. I think I like these settings instead of it being in just a normal city again, like New York City. But uh, that's another thing that they kind of have changed as well with with Moon Knight. So, I don't know. I'm very interested to know what hardcore Moon Knight fans feel about this show. Jeremy, what do you think about his question as far as like the setting changing and stuff? Well, I mean, for me, it didn't seem like it was, at least from the, the six issues that we've read, there wasn't really much of a change from those. I mean, besides the fact of being on... Gilligan's Island there for the past like the last two or three issues <laughs> as as Richard said but uh, I mean he was still kind of like in a to me it felt like it was to, I mean he was in the subway and all that kind of stuff with the truth and everything um so I mean those the setting honestly doesn't really bother me that much I, I mean with the ending of this episode you know him being in Egypt I think it's uh, I'm looking forward to because I'm hoping that that's going to bring more of the Egyptian gods type thing in there and understanding all that but the different scenery hasn't been been a big point of mine but i'm i'm, I'm also not that observant so <laughs> <laughs> so like as far as the scenery goes i always chalk right now i'm chalking all the things like that off to marvel is seriously trying to like it feels like they're seriously trying to hurry up and rebuild that's what this whole phase four, right? That's what we're in phase four. Yeah, I believe so. That's what this whole phase has felt like. Is like a just hurry up, COVID messed us up. Let's rebuild ASAP, fast as we can. Like the Thor movie was about Thor, and the Iron Man movie was about Iron Man. And like as movies built, then they started to integrate with one another, and we actually watched all that unravel and we didn't really necessarily lead to these characters before all that unraveled and and finished its story. So like now we're to a point where it's like, well, we have to start over, but that's not what everybody's used to. Mm -hmm. So let's hurry up. Let's make something and have it point to whatever's next. So like Shang-Chi, even though it was about Shang-Chi and the 10 rings, it's all about that teaser at the end of, Oh, is it pointing to Galactus? Oh, is it pointing to this? Oh, is it pointing to that? Like, Black Widow movie was not really a Black Widow movie. It was about a Yelena Belova movie. Like, that's what that movie was about, was introducing Yelena Belova and having her as part of a thing. Mm -hmm. The Hawkeye show was about Kate Bishop. Yeah. It was, and and that's kind of, I'm kind of cool with that. But then, like, we have to throw Echo in there, and Echo's getting her own series. And, uh, you know, we bring back Kingpin, which is amazing and awesome, and I love it. But, like, and that's that. Uh, the best movie I think so far that's that's gone back to what Marvel used to be, honestly to me, off the top of my head is Spider Man: uh, No Way Home, mm. because yes, it did plant seeds to things that were coming, like most all Marvels did, but it was still about Spider Man. It was still about Peter Parker. 
and what his story was and what he was going through and things like that. Well, do you do you think maybe they feel like they need to tie in those other ones just because they're such unknown characters? I mean, Spider-Man obviously is his can be his own entity almost. So, I mean, do you think they maybe? I mean, I completely like with your what you're saying there. Like, I I'm completely with you. Like, I feel like that could be exactly what. The more you said it, I was like, well, that makes more sense because it's um. What is that? I was trying to think of that saying while you were talking about it. Where, uh, it's talking about like so many thing, different things in the in the air and waiting on it to to drop. Gravity? Um, no, like there's a saying. <laughs> yes, it's gravity, but. Uh, you talking like, but it's the same. Tension? Like, it's the the tension huh? so thick in the air you can cut it with a knife. Uh, I don't know. No, I'll <laughs> I'll look it up and I'll 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 remember it. But waiting for the beat to drop. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's something like that. That's how you but build like the beat a, up. It's like penny, like a yeah, penny in the air. Penny, penny. That's a yeah. That's a British uh, idiom, I think. Oh, well, that's not nice. I have well, no idea no. what the fuck y'all are saying. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, like, so I, but that's the reason why I was kind of trying to, I know I got like way off track there, but uh, yes, I, like I was wondering if you think like maybe that was the reason why is because Spider-Man is already so popular. So like it, everybody's already invested in him. And plus he already has those other backstories kind of with the Avengers and things like that. So maybe they did, they felt like they could get away with just doing a, his own movie. I feel like they just kind of went back to because like, all right. So the thing about it is, is that like Iron Man and Captain America, like all like all these Avengers and there's in their books and stuff like before the MCU. Yeah. Those were not popular characters at all. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody gave a shit about yeah. these characters that these these were the characters that Marvel had left over after they sold everything off. Yeah. After they sold the X-Men off, after they sold Spider-Man off, these were the, what they had left over because nobody wanted them because yeah. there weren't cartoons previously made about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the, the Avengers were known as the like unsellables. Like the only reason they made the team of <laughs> Avengers was they threw them all into one book so they didn't have to make separate books. And then until yeah. the movies, they weren't very popular. It, it, like you said, it was all X-Men, Spider-Man. So, uh, yeah, anyway. The Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, the Fantastic Four have a huge following. Mm -hmm. Huge. I never got into them, but they're, yeah, they have a, a massive following. So, yeah, when people sit there and they're like, well, these new characters are coming, they're not as popular, which is understandably so, but I have a problem with that because before, Iron Man was not popular. Like, I didn't care about Iron Man until <laughs> I saw the movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah. he's my favorite now. Like, Spider-Man's always been popular. X-Men have been popular for years. Like, those characters were the ones that Marvel sold off to stay afloat. Yep. You know what I mean? For, for however, till they got with Disney. Uh, and that's why they're having, that's why they had to wait to acquire all these rights back. Mm -hmm. So they sold off their most popular characters. The Hulk, his first series, his first, like, solo outing as the Hulk it was, a it was a title called The Incredible Hulk. And it lasted six issues, six issues, and that was it. And they were done. They they didn't they didn't do any more issues after that of the Incredible Hulk. He didn't get a resurgence until a college, and I can't remember the college's name. They wanted to use the Hulk as their mascot, as their logo, <laughs> and they caught they hit up Marvel up and were like, "Hey, can we do this? Like, are y'all cool with that?" And then they said, "Wait a second, there's actually uh, there's somebody that actually wants the Hulk." So then they went back to making and they put him in uh, Tales to Astonish with the Submariner, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. They did it with Ant-Man. He was part. He was paired up with Ant-Man for a bit and it would be like an Ant-Man story and a Hulk story. And then eventually it became the Submariner as well. And it became a Hulk and a, a Submariner story. So like he still didn't even get his own book till later on. So I just, I felt like they did a bad job or they're rushing their crumbs, basically, is what I feel like. I mm -hmm. feel like they're rushing, you know, Moon Knight should have been introduced or leaked or something back before Endgame. There should have been something about Moon Knight before then to kind of give us a, a taste of what Moon Knight even is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like it's just a rush of, okay, we got a Moon Knight story, but what's next? We got to lead to what's next. And it's like, y'all. Just 
do what you do best. Like it's a rebuild. I, I, I get COVID messed a lot of things up, but it's a rebuild. So I don't know. That's that's kind of my point. That's kind of my where I'm at. I'm kind of went on a tangent there, I guess. Mm-hmm. But comic pasta, comic pasta, comic pasta. You learned a little something today. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, one of the other things, too, that uh, this episode answered for me that I've been very curious about was where does this play- take place? Like, or not where. When does this take place? Like, is it post-blip? Is it pre-blip? Is it pre-Iron Man? Because we don't really know. But during the fight scene with the Jackal and uh, Mr. Knight, we see a double-decker uh, red bus, you know, like the British double-decker buses. Yeah. And it has on the side of the bus the uh, GRC, the Global Repatriation Council. That was in, I believe it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was basically okay. a organization that helps people who were snapped and then came back to like re-put them in their own countries. Okay. So now for sure we know that this is taking place sometime like after the snap, maybe before Falcon or slightly after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, That part's not clear, but uh, I thought that was interesting that we learned in this episode. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. I will say like whenever, Jerry, it just made me think of whenever you're talking about like the jackal, the fighting scene. Um, I just I really wanted Layla to be like, is it a jackal? Jackal? Is it a jackal? Jackal? <laughs> well, it's funny that you it's funny that you say that, Jeremy, because one of my notes when I'm watching it is jackal, jackal, jackal. Is it jackal? Because when it's when they run in, oh, which also I have to mention this. I love the line <laughs> when they're when they're running from the jackal at the end, and Stephen says like. Oh my God, we're going to die in an evil magician's man cave. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that's what you're going for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he says like, Jackal, 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 like multiple times. And all I could think of was the family guy. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. All right. So before, before I talk about the giant in fight scene, Mm -hmm. when, when at the first of the show, when they're sitting there going over the tape and you can't see the Jackal in the tape. Did y'all I like was, that, or no, did y'all not like no, that? No, not at all. I was so worried that they were going to make this thing like just out to be all in his head. Like, everything in his head, it seemed like. Or just that, I mean, I know, like, it's not... Well, see, it was still going back and forth between the thing of, like, them not showing, because I was really worried that it was going to be something where they played it off where he was just completely insane, and he it was all in his head. Because, you know, we were talking about before... It's it's almost like that Inception thing, like wondering if it's actually real or not. And I was really hoping that it wasn't going to be in his head. So I, I didn't I didn't like that. And I just it, it is another one that kind of just played into the whole like Steven's just a dunce and he doesn't know what the heck he's doing kind of thing. So, I, yeah, I was not a fan of that whole scene. Yeah, I was the same way. I did not like the one Later on in the episode, they kind of say that it's not in his head. It, like, they're just invisible. And I feel like that's such a cop-out. But anyway, I, I hate when they do the, like, oh, the creature's invisible. Because I think they honestly just do that to save on budget. So they don't have to constantly, <laughs> like, make a 3D model <laughs> and have it in the scene. But one of the things that didn't make sense when they're showing on the camera is if you go back and rewatch the first episode, when the jackal's running on, like, the side of the wall... He's making like claw marks. So if he is invisible and he's physically there, then you should have at least seen that in the the video footage. But whatever, I get that we need the like, you know, there was a, a shot uh, right before uh, when Steven's walking into the museum and the camera's like upside down. I feel like that's kind of like symbolism, symbolism where like Steven's whole world is about to be turned upside down kind of thing. So I get like, we're we're doing that, but yeah, I I'm with you. I don't like it. I feel like it's a cop out. It's it's weird. Let me ask y'all this: If it hadn't been revealed that these jackals are legit, because it it feels like by the end of the episode you realize, well, he's actually seeing these. Like, if it hadn't been revealed, and this was more of like a mystery show, this was more of a thriller kind of thing. Of a is he insane or is he really Moonlight? Like, if it was that aspect instead, would y'all have dug it then? 
Yeah, no, I would have because that's to me. I feel like that's Moon Knight's whole shtick in the comics is is like, is he crazy? Is Conchu real? Like, what's going on? Which I, I was going to mention. Also, it just popped into my head. That was the other thing that they've kind of changed with Moon Knight's like mythos, like in the comics, is he's less magicy. Like the suit doesn't just like appear on him. Like he has to physically go get dressed. Like, yeah, there is some magic-esque thing going on with Conchu because I think Conchu is real, like, in the comics. I mean, he is, because, anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I I would have dug that more, Michael, if they had done that, where it's like, is he crazy? Is he not? Um, that's kind of what I thought this series was going to be about, but it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, like, I go back and forth on that. I like the thought there, like, the thought-provoking of, like, is it real? Is it not? Kind of thing. And I mean, yeah, that could definitely, I mean, obviously that would lead to a lot of conversations of like trying to figure that out. If he, if he's really insane or if it's actually happening, but at the same time, I think that would get really exhausting. Like just, <laughs> just tell me or not. If he's, if he's seeing this, if it's real, just, just tell me. Like, I feel like after a while, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> we need to know. So I, I would be kind of in between. And like you said, Michael, just kind of how they, how well, like if they did it the right way, it'd be a lot to, a lot to keep straight. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with both y'all. Like I would like it, but to a certain extent is what I would like it. Like, I feel like you could only do that for one season and then like it'd have to be settled up after that season. Like you can't just keep going on that trope. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, that would get old fast. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because, I mean, a season only being six episodes, it's not like it's a Netflix or it's like 25 or CW show. You know oh what I mean? God. Where it's like oh my God. half your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> if this was a CW show, I think I would kill myself. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my biggest beefs with, like, Eternals was that I didn't care about those characters. Like, and I still don't for the most part. Like, the most interesting one to me is Dane Whitman. And and wondering what's going to happen with him as the Black Knight. Do we care about Layla? Like, do we really? Do we care about her no. at all? No, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe this show will make me care about her, but I could give two shits about her right now. <laughs> She's just getting in the way right now. Yeah, something's in the way. Yeah, something's in the exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> because Batman was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I I don't. I don't know that I care that Mark's possibly going to go through a divorce and that Steven's actually having to deal with it and stuff like that. And that apparently, you know, Mark's been separated for so long that he sleeps in the storage locker now. Like, I just don't know that I care. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't on that. I don't really care that much. I mean, I mean, there's not many the only other romance in Marvel I can think of. It's just it's just Tony and Pepper. <laughs> but right. Well, and then, of course, uh. What's his name? Star Lord and Gamora. Yeah, Star. Well, yeah, I guess I'm about to name like start start rattling off. At first, I was saying there's only one, but now there's like fifty. Yeah, uh, like, Ant Man and Wasp. There's Jane and Thor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's MJ and Peter. Shut up! <laughs> Shush. <laughs> it's ruining my point. But no, yeah, I, I really don't. I don't care either. I'm just. I want to see. I want to know about Moon Knight. But we're okay, so like that brings up another good point. It kind of it kind of leads back to what Mai was saying. Like we've invested in all these characters and their love, like their relationships. Like we care that right now Peter Parker and MJ like can't be together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, but the one one we probably don't care about is Strange and um the uh, Christine Palmer. Yeah. Like yeah. we we haven't spent much time on that at all, so we don't really care necessarily about that. And apparently, she you know from the previews, it looks like she's getting married. Yeah. The what if episode made me care about that relationship more. You know, the one where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. does whatever he can to try to keep her alive. Yeah, because like in the movie, they they kind of shut you off real quick. Like, yeah, basically, she just kind of turned him on, turned him down, and like that was all she wrote, pretty much. It seemed like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you because I'm, I think you could put yourself in Steven's shoes at that point in time. For most people, could anyways. So I feel like they're gonna flesh her character out more as this season goes on. But as of right now, I don't care. Like, I just, I, like, I'm <laughs> I'm like, get her out of the way. I just want to deal, like, where's Frenchie? Like, Frenchie's supposed to show up, I'm assuming. Like, where's Frenchie? <laughs> I want to see Frenchie. 
But yeah, real quick, just to kind of change subjects for a second. She mentions when she's in the apartment with Steven, he had mentioned uh, that this is his mom's flat. And she's like, oh, so y'all are talking again. So I guess Mark does have a mom. And maybe that's who Steven's calling. Like when he's leaving those voicemails and, and talking to, maybe it's Mark's mom. And she's still alive, apparently, because Layla mentions like, oh, y'all are talking again. The other thing, too, that was kind of interesting was it seems like Steven's kind of like a like Mark created Steven because like Steven and Leia, Leia, Steven and Layla (laughs) like kind of the same things, you know, like they were talking about that French poem or the French poet or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if Mark created Steven is like a version of her. I don't I don't know. It's weird. So weird. Okay, so do you think that Mark's mother is ghosting Steven? Yes. Like, do you think she can't handle having to deal with... Because, like, so one of the comics that I featured on, like, my top ten list here the other day was a Moon Knight comic, and it dealt with Mark's first interaction with Khonshu and Steven. And so from that comic book aspect, Mark is the actual person, and Steven is the the other identity. So, yeah, like... Do you think that Mark's mother just can't handle it? And she's just like, no, fuck this wanker. I'm not taking this call. (laughs) I'm going to wait till he says Mark. (laughs) Or doesn't talk with that goofy ass accent. Yeah, I think you're you're probably right. Maybe I'm wanting to know. I feel like if Frenchie shows up in the show, he's going to know about Mark's disassociative identity disorder. But I don't, for some reason, Layla doesn't know, which is weird because you've married the guy and you don't know that he has multiple personalities. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's so strange. (laughs) So why do we think that Khonshu wants her? Or do you think it's just bullshit? And like, he's just trying to keep leading Mark along. I think it's that. I think it's he's using her as leverage. Of course, I don't know, like, there was a line, which is a line that Conchu from the comics tells Mark that, where is it? Arthur Harrow says it. He mentions that you think Conchu chose you because your mind would be so easy to break, or was it broken already? And, like, that's an actual line that Conchu tells Mark, like, the reason why I chose you to be my avatar was this. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, Conchu's a dick. (laughs) And at one point, like, Mark realizes that and kind of, like, still is Moon Knight, but, like, curses Conchu a lot of the times, at least in that one comic that I read where he cuts off uh, Bushman's face. But, yeah, like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, I just don't know yet. I don't know enough yet. Yeah. I just wonder if, like, she's a badass. I mean, she kind of looks, she kind of seems like she is took that one dude on, kicked him over the railing and stuff like that, and she seems to know her stuff about Egyptian, was on, like, adventures with him and stuff. Yeah, and it's it's, it's weird that, like, kind of kind of back to your point as far as how do you marry the guy and not know he's he's got another personality, but yet she knows he has that suit, and she knows that, like, basically Conchu's there. I guess. Well, I mean, I don't know if she actually knows if it's Conchu, but she at least knows he has that suit. Yeah, So right. I mean, it's just kind of I mean, you know about all that, but you don't know that he's got this other <laughs> this other issue that kind of comes with the suit. Right? Yeah, he he mentioned a line about how like Mark says to Steven, it's near the end of the the episode after he kills the jackal, and he mentions to him about how there's always been a wall between us, but something has broken it down. So I'm wondering what that is. Like what what broke that wall? And maybe, maybe Mark's been living like he knows that like eventually Steven takes over. So he's just been living with this all this time, hiding it from Layla. I I, I don't know. Things need to get explained better. Yeah. Well, and they they also mentioned that whoever possesses the body has the most power. So that was another odd. He said that now, now that whatever weird is happening before, I guess, like they each had sort of control. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so weird to explain. Yeah, that's. We funny. Still, still don't know where the third one is yet either. So yeah. Okay, so you bringing that up at the very end, a lot of people are talking that the guy sitting at the floor in uh is Jake. Yeah, like over in, there Egypt? in Egypt, like where he woke yeah. up in Egypt, where he's and drinking, he's drinking and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's Jake. 
So my theory is Conchu wants, like he threatens basically Layla, like he threatens Mark with saying like, I'm going to make Layla my next avatar because clearly you said you could get this done, but you can't. I'm wondering, is Mark going to make a new personality to get the job done? And that personality is Jake. You think it's going to be that in depth? Possibly. (laughs) Uh, Well, the only reason, so (laughs) slight spoilers, apparently I think episode five, we're getting like our taste of Jake. Okay. So that hasn't been confirmed. (laughs) Not even by me. Um, (laughs) But some screeners who, who got the episodes prior to that were talking about something and I think someone leaked out something about Jake and then it was like quickly taken down. Okay. So I think we are going to see a Jake, obviously. And I don't know exactly, but I, I can see what you're saying because Jake is like, Jake to me, I've always thought of is like, it's all the worst parts of Mark's personality like yeah. summed into one person. Yeah, because I, I could see that as far as like, because even in that the six series that we read, it kind of came that same feel to it as far as like getting to that certain point of like, okay, well now Jake just needs to handle it kind of thing. Just get it done real quick and then then be over it. Yeah, because I mean, like even when he was sitting there and he was dealing with the truth, like Jake was the ultimatum like yeah. of let's get Jake involved to fix this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see that. I can agree with, yeah, I could see that. I, I always thought Jake of more of just the... Steven was supposed to be the suave, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne type, entrepreneur kind of deal, you know, quick on his feet, making sales, that kind of thing. Mark, the mercenary, he was very tactical, very precise. Jake, basically the juggernaut of the group, the, you know, the heavy hitter, doesn't really care much about nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see, I could definitely see that being the case. I feel like, I've not watched anything as to why everybody thinks that that's Jake there at the end, other than the fact that he has to walk out on the balcony to see stuff. I can, I, I that kind of made me think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I guess the part that he was just drinking, like he was drinking, and that seems more like a Jake move than it does any of the other personalities, especially Steven. Like, you know, that's probably not Steven. Could be Mark, but why would Mark walk like he was trying to figure out where he was? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, I'm I'm cool <laughs> if the, if that is Jake. I'm cool with that because I want to see the three personalities. I'm like, let's get to that. So, just a couple of things I want to mention that like I liked about this episode. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Uh, Stephen <laughs> asks Mark, you know, when they're in the storage room, and he's asking Mark if he's possessed and if Mark is a demon. Is this a Mephisto reference? you know it (laughs) Jeremy our resident Mephisto expert what say you boy he's everywhere (laughs) (laughs) never get rid of him Uh, are you confirming Mephisto Jeremy always (laughs) (laughs) um also in that same scene, I love when Mark is explaining to Steven about being like, I'm Conchu's avatar. We punish evildoers that, you know, attack the weak and stuff like that. And then Steven's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. I love the chase scene in that in that whole yeah. like locker room area. Like I was like, yes, this is the kind of stuff that I'm wanting to see. Yeah, I like the creepy. Like, this is the horror that I want. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Also, that container, I sent y'all some text messages with it, but apparently there are QR codes throughout the episodes. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you scan them, they lead to a new Moon Knight comic on like Marvel's website. And you can apparently, you know, read the issue that kind of inspired that episode. Yeah. But I also wonder, the reason why I brought that back up is, so I just wanted to look and see if this was another Easter egg. But the uh, the storage container is number 43. So I looked up like Moon Knight number 43 and it deals with like Moon Knight, like fighting doppelgangers. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering like maybe there's something to deal with that in the future, like in a future episode. Who knows? 
It probably leads nowhere, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I looked up 43 as well in Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Werewolf by Night is where Moon Knight first appeared. Yeah. And neither one of those were key issues. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to say that the bus, the double-decker bus, was W... um, Yeah, it was Werewolf by Night. Like WB32 or something like that. Yeah, and it was referencing Werewolf by Night 32. So, I mean, it is normal for Marvel to sit there and put numbers like that to to reference certain books and things like that. I noticed that when he was kidnapped to take to the Harrow compound, I looked at that that screen that where they had his stuff pulled up and the file or whatever, like the first start of that number was 1967 mm-hmm. and that was like the that was the year that Moon Knight like first appeared oh, was 1967. Cool. If if I'm saying that correctly, I can't remember the year now precisely, but I want to say it was 67. Regardless, the year that was on the screen did match the year he was created or published. So I thought that was pretty cool. What the hell did he do? And like, apparently he made it out of Egypt. Yeah. Like, I think. So that goes outside of what the origin story normally is. Well, he did die because like Conchu says like, you think that's your body? Like I'm, I'm the one who brought you back or something like that. Okay. So I think they are still doing the original. Like he dies at the foot of like a Conchu statue and then Conchu brings him back. I think we will get, now that we're in Egypt at the end of this episode, I think we're going to get more of the origin of Moon Knight. Speaking of statues, the statue guy, I finally figured out his name. His name's Crawley. But I'm wondering, are they going to be doing something with him? Like, is it going to be revealed later he's, like, somebody else? Or maybe he's Frenchy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's what I was kind of wondering. Like, is he Frenchy? And is he basically getting all the Stephen intel? Like- yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't looked up because I think they cast somebody for Frenchy. Like, I think I remember that being revealed. But I can't remember, to be honest with you. Dude, we have four episodes left, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, Frenchy's supposed to appear... Bushman's supposed to appear. Talks of uh, Midnight Man were supposed to come up. They're opening the door to do like an origin story episode. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of stuff on top of like finishing out this hero thing and the climax of the beetle showing the way to Amit's tomb. Like, this is a lot of stuff to impact. Which you were kind of right. I remember when we were theorizing with the, the trailers. You had wondered, was that tattoo like a PKE meter for like Egyptian gods? Well, it seems like the scarab, it it may be just for Amit's tomb, but it's kind of like a PK, it's a compass, they say, but like it's like a PKE meter. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. I feel like next episode is going to be an origin story. It's got to be now that they're in Egypt. I I would fit like either an origin story or we're going to get... I don't know. I'm just very bothered. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting more from this and it's just I feel like I feel like like I said earlier, I feel like we're just trying to set up what the next big whatever is going to be. And that's all that we're cared about doing is setting up the next big hoorah. Yeah. That that has been a complaint uh, with Marvel films for a recent while uh where they it feels like you're just watching it to see the things at the end of the credits to know what, what's to come instead of, like, making a good movie. Right. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, this is kind of letting me down so far, but it's it's only episode two, so I'm trying to stay hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, like, obviously the next big hurrah is Captain Marvel. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvels, not even Captain Marvel, it's the Marvels. She done got booted so hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, off off topic a little bit, but I heard that uh, if you're not a Fast and Furious fan, Jeremy, oh, yeah. I guess you're going to be because Brie Larson got cast in what? Fast and Furious 10. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my life. <laughs> Where are they going to go? Like, they went to space the last movie. Did they? I haven't even seen the ninth one. Are they going to do time travel next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope well, so. they're, they're meeting Captain Marvel out in space. Apparently. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm like, I was going to say, like, I actually bought a a comic today. What? Good Lord. That's an awesome (laughs) cover, man. I haven't seen that one yet. It was just it was just at Walmart, though. My wife saw it and I was like, I 
Yeah. So he he picked up a Captain Marvel three pack from Walmart. Yeah. Pretty dope cover of Captain Marvel on the front. Dude, you haven't opened it yet. No, I was I was I was going to keep it closed and find like one of those glass cases to put it in, and then open it and then put it in the glass case and just keep it sealed. <laughs> <laughs> There's three other books in there. Michael has judged you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I just got five books back from CGC the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I need to send this one off. But I'll probably find <laughs> out I paid more than what it's worth. We can look it up. Um, To get back to Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one thing I, I did like I thought you might like about uh, Moon Knight is that we finally got to see the Moon Pies. What? Where? Like the Crescent Darts. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I was getting all excited. I was like, well, there was a moon pie in that episode? <laughs> uh, no, I wish there was. I so wish they would put them in there. If there was, that'd been my first beef about this thing. <laughs> that'd been the first thing I said was, oh, yeah. fuck them moon pies. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I saw him, like, I was sitting there watching and my wife, and uh, he started clipping them off. I was like, ooh, ooh, crescent darts, crescent darts. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, we have any other goods or bads we want to talk about? Yeah, this episode? no, I do. Okay, all right. When <laughs> Stephen puts on the Mister Knight suit, like I like how he does like the superhero landing, and then they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "What?" He said, "Put on." She said, "Put on the suit." Like I, I thought this is what you meant, and he's like, "Yeah, we're supposed to wear you know whatever conchu's ceremonial armor, ceremonial. not look like a psycho yeah. Colonel Sanders." <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I also like when Steven's poking holes in Arthur Harrow's Amit theory of like how she pulls up, you know, evil by the root and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, what if it's a child and, you know, they do something 30 years? Are y'all like he just accuses them of being like child murderers? (laughs) I thought that was really funny. And they were all cool with it, too. Like, Yeah, they were. It is so culty. Like the stuff that they're doing. It's so (laughs) culty. So can they see the jackals too? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do, I'm going to go with no. Because like they all started backing up. Yeah, that's true. But they didn't see Conchu when Conchu was like knocking over the like stuff. So yeah. I don't I don't know. Right. Because yeah, even Arthur didn't say it and he was being the Amit's avatar. Yeah. So that's, that's really weird. I'm going to say that Arthur can see the jackals and Mark and Steven and all that can see them. But that's it. I don't know. I don't like the jackals being invisible. Like, that's so dumb to me. Right. What do y'all, this is the one thing I wanted to ask as well. What do y'all think, why did Arthur murder the homeless man that picks up the scarab at the end? Yeah, he didn't even give him a chance. Yeah. Like, so is he, he didn't just, even weigh the scales. Yeah, I think he's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that, I said once before, I believe, that I feel like he's getting energy. Okay. I feel like he's getting a life force. Oh, to from the kind people. of like store, yeah, mm. or to to because I mean, there's got to be more than just him getting to Amit's tomb. Like he's uh, he's got to have something to offer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I wonder if he's like storing souls or something like that in that cane because apparently that was like the first avatar of Amit's cane or something along those lines as well. And there's like some of Amit's power in it. Yeah. And that's why he's able to summon the the jackals. So I, I feel like he's yeah, I feel like he's just he's taking life. Just yeah. He needs the life force. You had a theory last week, and I think you're you're right, uh, about like you mentioned like the Ghostbusters, like bringing the age of of Amit. <laughs> so I think your theory may pan out to be correct on that. I mean, obviously he's wanting to do something like that, but it feels like this whole like judging you thing, it's just nonsense. Like he's just full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's more of a not so much that I, I take that back. I, I think it is him judging. I don't think it's necessarily a judge of does that person, is that person good? I think it's more a judge of does that person believe me? Is that person going to turn on me? Like is that is that person fully indoctrinated into what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Are, the, are mm-hmm. they a true follower of Amit? I think is what I'm trying to say. Is like, if will that they drink the Kool Aid? Right. If that person has any doubt in them as far as this goes, then the scale tips the other way, and then they go ahead and they just take that out because they're not a true follower of Amit. 
Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. How about it? <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll feed into the cycle theory there. That's fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. No, I could, yeah, that, that could be very well what they are looking at. So the other thing, too, is when apparently Mark and Steven put on their suit, it looks like they get like augmented like strength and agility and whatnot. That was another thing that I don't think is in the comics. Like, I don't think Mark, like comic book Mark slash Moon Knight slash whoever is the personality at the time is super strong. I think he's just like we say, like he's Batman. Like he's just a normal guy. He's very fit. And, you know, very strong, but he's not, like, super strength strong. Because we see Steven, like, rip a bumper off and get hit by a car. And Mark, like, leaps that really long, like, jump when he's, like, running with the jackal and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so, if that's the case, like, that that was one of the things I was wondering. I was like, if that's the case, then I'm like, the heck is the point in Conchu? Just a (laughs) voice in your head? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> you get nothing. I mean, like, boy, just I mean, like, what? You talking about like the, the Inhumans? Like, you come out like getting the crap into stick, like looking for, <laughs> like some kind of Birdman thing. <laughs> and now I got stuck with this stupid uh, god in my head that doesn't even do anything except terrorize me the whole time. Yeah, well, that's Birdman God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. I mean, that's my point. Like Moon Knight was never really a favorite of mine because it's that whole is he crazy or is he real? But yeah, yeah. So I, I saw that too, and I questioned it as well. But it is comic book canon that he has at times had different powers, different abilities. Oh, okay, but it's not. It doesn't seem like it's the norm. Like it is certain times that he's had he come in contact or something along those lines where he's shown different abilities and powers. Oh, okay, had that opportunity i did not know that so i like i said i'm not an expert so all right well then i i changed what i said but it's not the norm though so yeah i got you the uh the last thing and it's not like a big thing or anything um the police that show up to steven's apartment uh their name fitzgerald and kennedy and in the credits (laughs) i forget your name they they say it but Apparently, they are characters in the Moon Knight run where Amit takes over like a hospital and makes Mark a prisoner. And they're like orderlies. Okay. The Fitzgerald and Kennedy characters that we see in the show, they're orderlies. Yeah. And they like torture Mark. And it's revealed that they're like jackal creatures that are working for Amit. So I'm wondering if maybe we'll see that with those two characters later on in the episode or season, I mean. Uh, I want to say that at one point in time, too, Amit took over or appeared as a crocodile lady, essentially. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm referring to. Through the body of Dr. Emmett. Okay. So the the doctor that got burned in the book that we read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she apparently was possessed by Amit at one point in time and like, Amit showed herself as like crocodile headed lady. So cool. Yeah. Mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like, where are we going from here? What's going on? I know we've, we've thrown out origin story next episode. What, I mean, what else do we think's coming? Like, what do we want to see? Like, uh, I definitely want, like, I feel like next week's episode is going to be the origin of Moon Knight. Like, we'll see Mark in a temple somewhere and then gets betrayed by Bushman and then gets murdered. And that'll be the whole, like this person was cast as Bushman and why he's supposedly in this series, but we haven't seen hide nor hair of him, even though it's only been two episodes, but anywho, (laughs) Uh, I think that's what we'll see as far as where we're going for further episodes. I ain't got a single clue. I'm thinking maybe they're going to need some other weird, like Egyptian magical item for, for Amit, but uh, yeah, that's that's about all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I for me, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea where they're going either. Um, my theory is just going towards Captain Marvel, but uh, <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> but I, I do hope that in this episode we do get his his origin. I mean, because that'll help explain him to a lot of people and understand his 
his whole process or whatever you want to say there. But I don't know. It definitely still has to me a lot of a lot left to be desired. It's definitely not as of right now. It's definitely not going to be one of my favorite series. But hopefully they'll turn a corner here soon. Yeah, I, I have no no nothing. I I feel like eventually we're going to get an origin story, and it's probably going to be a throwaway episode or feel like it anyways because. Like we have six, we have six episodes. We're a third of the way through this thing right now. Like mm-hmm. already, I agree with you on the Bushman thing. I think that is going to be like a he's in that one episode and that's it. Which I like because that to me would feel like more old Marvel in the sense of we're going to go ahead and introduce this character and we're going to use him later on. So you'll be familiar of him and and then we'll you know you'll see him again. I like that. You know, you were saying something about items for Amit and things like that. There was a storyline where, and I can't remember, it was like another person that was trying to become Sorcerer Supreme. They were going around looking for all kinds of artifacts and a beetle artifact or something like that was one of them. And so that kind of had me thinking there for a bit too. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We all seem very underwhelmed with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so far. (laughs) I think so. All right, well, we got anything else to add? Anything else we want to talk about? Nope. I think I'm good. All right. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, They can find me every now and then on Twitch, playing just kind of whatever under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. Um, Yeah, you can find me there or find me on here. Richard, where they can find you at? Uh, you can find me if you want to contact me directly on Twitter under the handle Night Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. And if you want to contact us directly, you can do it via Instagram underneath Comically Comics Podcast. Uh, you can DM us, and you can also contact us via Gmail. Our Gmail is Comically Comics Podcast at Gmail dot com. Awesome. Y'all can find me on Instagram and whatnot at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you had as much fun listening as we did making it. And uh, with all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> Jackal! Jackal! Oh, Jackal! 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 It wasn't right the first time you said it. Why the hell would it be right the next ten times? God!